We made it, friends. Episode 100. I cannot believe it. I'm so excited that we reached this milestone. It's crazy. And what better way to celebrate this really monumental occasion than having my podcast mentor, my podcast coach on the podcast today to have a conversation, Stephanie Gass. You may have heard of Stephanie Gass. If you've not, you absolutely need to go connect with her because she is an incredible um, Christian business coach. She has changed my business and continues to do so as I'm working with her. And I'm so like, I'm so honored to be able to sit with her and bring this conversation to you. She um, teaches women how to start and create podcasts and how to monetize them and how to really ditch like this social media cycle that we get so stuck in and dependent on. And it sucks all of our life out of us and all of our joy away from us and takes all of the time away from our families. And so she helps you create a business in just a couple hours a week through podcasting. And honestly, it has been a game changer for me. It's been so incredibly impactful. And she's on the podcast today to just chat a little bit about her podcasting journey, the difference that podcasting has made for her, and how it's helped her grow a now seven-figure business. Like, (laughs) it's crazy to even say that. But there she is. She's got this beautiful, amazing Christ-centered business, and it's all because of podcasting. And so... I'm just so excited to bring this conversation to you and let her share all of this amazing goodness that has been going on in her life and her business. Um, And all started because she took a leap of faith and took the action that God asked her to. And you'll hear a little bit about that in our conversation. Um, So enjoy this celebratory 100th episode with this amazing conversation. Hey friend, welcome to Grow an Online Community. Do you want more authentic engagement in your Facebook group? Are you looking for an easy way to grow your group in less time? Are you wondering how a community can help grow your business? Hey, I'm Sarah. When I started my online business, I struggled to connect with my audience on social media. I tried it all, DM strategies, Instagram stories, (laughs) even reels, but none of it created an authentic connection that made them want to work with me. But when God asked me to start a Facebook group, I discovered just how incredible this platform was for creating a meaningful community online. In this podcast, we're going to chat about Facebook group growth, engagement strategies, and how to create a meaningful community so you can grow the business God has called you to. So grab a coffee and pull up a chair because it's time to build your community. Stephanie Gatz, welcome to the podcast. I am so, so excited to have you here today. Oh my gosh, Sarah, this is so much fun. I'm so excited to be here. Yes, I feel like this has been such a long time coming. I feel like ever since I was at like episode like 70, 80 of my podcast, I'm like episode 100. It's got to be Steph. It's got to be that milestone. So I'm so happy that we can celebrate that with with you, the reason that I started a podcast in the first place. So I just thought that was such a beautiful way to celebrate. So Let's chat podcasting because this podcast would not be here if you were not doing what you do. And I just think it's such a cool, um, like I've listened to all your, all the episodes on your journey and your story. And I know you did not start a business with podcasting in mind. It was something that like fell through to you as, as you like went through on that journey. So I would just love to hear from your perspective. Like, why did you decide to start a podcast? What was it, what was going on in your mind at that time in your business? And like, that felt like the right step for you. Yeah. So I had been a full-time entrepreneur for about a decade at that point. And 
I guess I was really struggling with, I know I'm called to be an entrepreneur. I'm, I'm called to be, you know, helping these women with building their business or leadership. It was still fuzzy, but I knew that showing up everywhere was not feeling aligned for the way that I thought God had there, there had to be this way of like, God is not a God of confusion. He is, he is a God of peace. And I was not feeling peace. I was showing up on the blog and YouTube, and I was trying to chase all the new shiny stuff. Like there was clubhouse and there was this, and there was that, and there was this, and like all the places. And I was on, um, Instagram 24 seven and all of that anyways. And so, and still not making any money, mind you. So I think that is a really big indication of like, when you show up everywhere and you actually don't see the fruits of that labor, like stopping long enough to ask why and looking at the data long enough to make some hard decisions around how you are actually building your business. So I was at that point, I had been praying, God, please show me how I'm supposed to grow this. It doesn't feel right. It doesn't, but I don't know what else to do. So in October of 2018, I had a dream. And it was very God-led. It felt very prophetic. And it was, sometimes God will show me just words in my dream or I'll get it. I'll receive a book and I'll have words or a verse on it. And it was that. And it said, start a podcast, like very clear, like directive. And I thought that was hilarious because I didn't listen to podcasts at the time. (laughs) I had no clue what I would podcast about. I had no experience with anything like that. I had gone done lives in a Facebook group thus far. And I'm like, okay, like if I hear the word of the Lord answering this prayer, I'm going to do the thing. So I had this super staticky microphone laying around in a drawer. I plugged it in and I just willy nilly picked a title. I made awful podcast art. Please do not do any of those things. (laughs) And I started speaking. And I think what's important is like, even, even though you're doing everything the wrong way, when it's in alignment with God's will, you can't mess it up. Yeah. Cause I could have eat like that could have easily been a mess up. I didn't have really the right brand. Like all of it was a little bit messy. It was a lot of bit messy, but I couldn't <laughs> mess up because it was God's plan. And he had willed me to do that. So I started that podcast and that was October of 2018. And it's almost been five years now. This will be our five year anniversary of the show. Wow. And it's so crazy because today that is the one place I show up is my podcast. And like right now I told Sarah, I'm like, I hope you don't mind. I'm sitting outside. Like the birds are chirping. You guys may hear them in the background, but being able to build a business around my life, instead of running my life around a business, having a business that now is very financially fruitful. I have a team, the show's a top 20 podcast in the entrepreneurship category. Um, the podcast is our, the number one way that I make money in the business because leads come straight through the show and they buy my, my, uh, course or my coaching program, my group coaching program. And I'm like, this is so much easier and so much less time. If you really think about five years in the grand scheme of building a big business, it's not, it's absolutely. Nothing. It's so fast. If you're looking at that big perspective, it feels slow in the moment, but five years, you're right. is nothing. That's so cool. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> that's how I, that's how I ended up with podcasting. And that led to, I'm sure lots of your future questions around like, <laughs> how does all that work? And yeah. And yeah. And I just, I love that you have that scrappy start because I feel like it gives people a lot of permission to just fumble their way through the beginnings and just follow that calling. Cause I, I know that some people get so held up and it's like, I need to do this thing, but it needs to be perfect before I start. 
And nothing is ever going to be perfect, but especially when you're starting, it's definitely not going to be perfect. And I feel like that's been my own podcasting journey. Like I'm still sorting through some things, but like the beginning, I was like, I don't know. I, this title is a placeholder. I, I don't like the title, but I needed to call it something so that it could be released. And so I was like, I don't like this title, but I don't care. It needs to go out into the world and I need to just get moving with it. And, you know, here we are over a year later. It's like still fumbling somewhat, but it's just the journey even over a year makes such a big difference. So thank you for being so open just about that vulnerable start, because I feel like people need to hear it, that it just, sometimes it's okay to start messy. If you're expecting anything but a messy start, you have the wrong expectation. Yeah, that's true. That's a really good, that's a good perspective to have. So you kind of touched on this a little bit, but I just want to hear it again, because I love hearing it so much. Why are you such a big advocate for podcasting as a way to build a business? Yeah. So I think when we look at online business in today's economy and the space that we're in, in this hyper distracted, like informational overload society that we live in today, you have to understand everyone wants a piece of the work from home pie. Everyone that you meet says, well, I would love a side hustle. It'd be great to work from home and be awesome to have an online business. The majority of people, I won't say everyone, but I'll say a majority of people. And so if you want that, which great, me too, right? Like that's absolutely what I, what I wanted and what I want. And so I think what's so important to understand though, is you have to look objectively at what that's going to really look like for you and what you're up against now, not to say, don't do it a hundred percent do it, but be smart about it. Mm -hmm. And so what I did is I wasn't necessarily smart about it. All I did was look around and go, well, what is everyone else doing? Yeah. Do that. And it's because we don't know any other way, but I definitely did not take it to the Lord first and say, how do you want me to build this? How can I be in alignment with you in building this? It was all about, well, I'll just follow all these other worldly leaders and see if that makes sense for me. Mm -hmm. And so I did. And it was the detriment of time with my family. It was the detriment of distraction and addiction in my life, because, you know, every time we scroll and click and even touch our phone, it's a dopamine hit. Yeah. So we're perpetuating this addiction that the highest paid engineers in the world are working on keeping you fixated and addicted to these apps, because that is how they make money, right? This is how Mm -hmm. these apps make money. So I found myself in that place and it still didn't make money. That's the point. Like, okay, you can make that argument to me. If you said, well, Steph, I spend five to six hours a day on all these apps and doing all these things. And I'm willing to battle this addiction in my life now, probably for a lot of people, because it's making me six figures. It's making me seven figures. Great. I'm, I will, I'm with you. I will have that conversation with you, but student after student person after person that I meet with, that's not the case. Yeah. What they discover is that they're wasting all this time and the vanity metrics may be growing, but the revenue is not the profit margin is not. And so we have to start begging this question of why are we building the way that we're building? If it's not producing the fruit and the favor in the business, and I want to have an aligned God-centered business, why am I still here? So I started to ask these questions. And a couple of years ago, um, I felt the leading of the Lord to lay down social media personally for me at the time. I wasn't using paid advertising, any of that stuff. It was just me organically showing up all the time repurpose real show up here because, you know, you have to have a footprint on social. That's truly like, that's what we hear. So I laid it down on the weekends. I am talking 180 transformation just in my heart. Like I'm peaceful. 
I'm really here with mm-hmm. my kids this weekend. I don't need to grab my phone and take a picture of the sunset. Cause like, I'm not actually going to share it anywhere. It's just for me in the moment right now. It felt so freeing to just be. Yeah. So about a year of that later and stuff did start to happen in my business. Cause that was the first step towards obedience. I was doing a fast for something else. And I heard God say, lay it down. Like it was very clear, lay down social media. For, for me, it was Instagram was the big problem. Mm. And so I was like, lay it down completely like 30 days. I'm sure he means 30 days because I'm stubborn, you know, as we are yeah. Yeah. Lay down Instagram for 30 days. I completely got off. I told the team too, nobody get on, nobody at all. We're not going to, we're not going to, and we also didn't post anything on, we have Facebook groups for our courses. So we kept those going, but we didn't market in any way. We didn't share all the repurposing and all the things. And the business grew. Like I'm talking the revenue grew, the leads grew, the list, the email list grew, everything grew. So I get back back on Instagram thinking, okay, cool. I had a break. All these 40,000 followers, they'll still be there. All the 750,000 likes will still... It was completely dead, Sarah. Like it was completely dead. And so that was the moment like, why would I spend five, six hours a day on something that's not sustainable? I want to take a vacation and this platform completely dies. And PS, I just made way more money without it. And I had all these hours back in my day. And so I went full in at that moment in time on podcasting. And I realized Mm -hmm. that God was showing me not just for me, how to have my time back so that I could be more present in my life, but that I could be the CEO of, of growth and leadership and sales in my company again, because I would have my time back, Mm. but also that podcasting was a way that he was showing me could be financially fruitful. Like this was a way I could grow leads. And so I, I did that for myself. And then I started doing that for my students. And it's been such a beautiful journey to, to have, you know, thousands of students at this point, so many of them who have been able to let go of all these other methods of growth and just use podcasting. So that's how it started. Why am I a big advocate? Why is this actually working? Well, because social media and so many places that we show up online has no shelf life. Yeah. So we show up for six hours and it's seen for those six hours by 1% of our following. It's just an uphill battle, right? It's, it's, um, it's a battle you can't win unless you have money to put into paid advertising, which there's nothing wrong with that, but you don't want to do that until you're over, in my opinion, at least 250,000 in revenue. And you have that expendable marketing budget. So when we're growing up into our first six figures, we got to grow organically. And the way to do that for me is choose something with a long shelf life that can continue growing for you, even when you're not working. And podcasting does this in a couple of ways. One, we position the podcast and I teach this in my courses and programs, which Sarah has been through. She can attest to this. How do we create SEO or how do we position what we're saying to be highly searched? How do we have a professional looking platform that's going to get people to share? How do we run contests that generate more traction? So we're actually setting up the podcast to become this lead generating machine. And then the second thing is podcasting lives on. So some of my top downloaded episodes are from years ago, they're still working for me. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I'm such a big advocate. It saves time. For me, it also saves money because it's such a small investment to do it. Yeah. And then third, it gave me back peace in my life to like work my business around my kids being in school, or I want to sit outside right now. And I can do that because I don't have to be a hundred places at once and repurpose places. So 
Yeah. There's so much goodness in there. Like, how do I even, how do I even break that down? I was just thinking like my top downloaded episode, because I was looking at this the other day, one of my most, like one of my top 10 is my first ever episode. I don't even remember what I recorded on that episode. <laughs> Oh, I know. Like, please don't listen to the first one. I know. It's like, I, I'm, I'm almost embarrassed. Like, please don't go back to that. I don't even know what I'm saying in there. But anyway, there it is. I think people are curious. Yes. They scroll back because they want to know what where the beginning was. And it's like, there's something in there that can live on for forever. Well, and, and to that point, it's the no like, and trust. Because if people mm-hmm. were listening to your latest episodes going, cool, I'm learning this, I'm learning that. But who's this Sarah girl? Mm-hmm. You create like, know, and trust in a very quick amount of time. They're going all the way back, re-listening to all your episodes. There's no faster conversion rate to get people to actually buy and spend money with you, coach with you, buy your product, buy your course, mm-hmm. and them liking you and being genuinely curious about who you are. You can't get that in a 15 second reel. You can't get that in a post that has three facts on it. Nobody yeah. cares. They don't. Yeah. The intimacy that you get through podcasting is so much higher than probably anything other than maybe like one-on-one calls with people. And then I feel like podcasting is probably like the next best thing from there because they get to hear you. They get to listen to your insights. They can send an email to respond or leave a comment somewhere if they want to like continue a conversation back, but you get to share so much more in a way that you just can't achieve in any other platform. Exactly. I love that. So Where's your business at now after all, all in, you ditched all the social media platforms and where are you now? Man, it's so crazy. (laughs) Like where the business is today could only be God. And that's how, you know, like you're walking in full alignment with his will and like all these things I'll share. I'm always an open book about where the business is, but I think it's important to note, like it's all his. Yeah. All the money that we make, it's God's the team that we create, it's God's, the clients that we serve, they are God's. And so having that posture in your podcast and your business helps you to stay, not only have a humble heart in, but also like this heart of being willing, right? Cause I'm mm-hmm. so willing to go bigger and bigger and be more audacious and fail forward. Cause it's not mine to lose. Mm-hmm. It's not mine to mess up. It's God's. And so it gives me that confidence to, yeah fully show up for what he has for me. But it's so crazy because it's nothing I would have ever written. Like, you know, what's your dream 12 months from now or five, like I would have never put down the things he's done. Like we've got a team of people now got like four people on the team. We run an internship program. Sarah's actually been part of that. Yep. Um, Highly recommend. It was great. (laughs) Fun to be able to like mentor and lead and teach. The podcast is now at 1.5 million downloads. It's a top 20 podcast in the entrepreneurship category, which is a very competitive category. <laughs> I've thought long and hard about like, should I switch to Christian or Christianity? And then the God's like, you are a business coach and a Christian. So like, keep it straight. And so yeah. I have, and now we've really fought and showed up and been consistent and disciplined for five years. And now it was actually a week ago, we hit number 20 in that category. So like blessings on the podcast revenue will be a seven figure business this year, which is absolutely nuts. It's like the favor of the Lord, you know, and to say like, I've always had these big dreams and missions in my heart that I thought I would never really get to do anything about it. Right. Mm -hmm. Like I have a big heart for kids and I have a big heart for kids who are hurt and animals that are hurt. And like, but takes money to make a difference in a lot of those areas. And so to, mm. to have these conversations with God now around 
wow, like what does this next level kingdom business look like? And like, where are we going? And where do you want the impact to be made outside of us unlocking all of these people to, to now like create the ripple in their own show? Like that's amazing in and of itself, but also the revenue that God's blessing the business with, what is that for? And how can we shepherd and steward that in a way that makes the most incredible impact while I'm here um, for his kingdom? Mm-hmm. And that's what the business is. And it's literally through this crazy moment of saying yes to this dream. Like, okay, I'll start a podcast. Like the full out trust and surrender that it takes, not just the starting, but the continuing. And that's yeah. that's the hardest part here. You guys can all go and start a podcast. You don't even need me to do it. Go start one. It's like having the baby. Like, oh, I'm gonna plan and make the have the baby and write the birth plan. But then you have the baby and you're like, now no. what? <laughs> swaddle this thing. Like I don't get this. And so it's that moment of like, I did it, which do it scrappy. Great. Get it, get it. But like, how do you then shepherd the thing for me? The podcast is my legacy, truly like my voice Mm -hmm. in the world. My children are going to hear. I hope that my grandchildren hear it. I hope that it makes a difference for people long and far beyond when I'm here. And it's like, how do I shepherd that? Well, how do I show up for this podcast in a way that is, um, truly God led. Mm-hmm. And so it's going there in a place where like, you're unapologetic about consistency. You're 100% dedicated to discipline. You show up and you show up and you show up even when it doesn't feel good. Even when it starts when the podcast maybe isn't growing like you thought it would, even if, well, I don't know how this makes money yet. Like you show up and you give and you give and you serve at this high capacity until because God's mm. timing is always perfect in it. Your yes is needed, but then his timing is always perfect. And you don't know when that is. Yeah. So it's removal of this expectation around me. Like, well, when does this make money for me? And when does this do what I want? It's not about that at all. And this is for anybody listening. Your business is not about that. I know we have bills to pay. I get that. We had months where I had to use my son's savings account to pay the mortgage. I understand that, does that need. But that's the full out, that's the full out surrender and trust that God's got you, even when it really makes sense. And so that's what happened when I went out all in on podcasting, it grew my faith and my trust in Christ, it grew. And then of course, all the favor that came from the obedience of showing up week after week, episode after episode, when it didn't look like it was making sense, when I had a slump for a year, when somebody fired me or whatever it was like. I just kept showing up. So I'm like, I know the word of the Lord. And he said to do this thing and I'm going to do it until, and now I'm on the other side of it saying, don't take that lightly. Yeah. That's just, it's incredible to kind of be able to distance and watch this journey and see it from start to finish the way that you talk through it. It's just incredible. And it's, it's one of those things where I often think about like, what is that future impact going to be? Because I find it very motivating, but I also find it kind of scary <laughs> to think about like the vastness of the future and the potential. But so if that, if you're hearing, if you're thinking about that, then it scares you. It's okay to just set it aside and think about the present because yeah. <laughs> don't and let I, yourself I, get afraid and not take action. I do want to speak to that for a minute because um, you, you will get afraid and it will be overwhelming. Anything you've never done before is hard. Mm-hmm until it's not because you'll do it. So I always tell my students, you're only focused on the next step. That's it. Like we don't, who knows what God's doing with this whole thing. It's not up to me to know that it's up to me to show up today Mm -hmm. and do it today. Right. We're not to worry about tomorrow. We're to show up today. Yeah. And so for you, like what's the next step that is all you're responsible for. 
the next step. Yeah. And maybe that looks like deciding, am I going to start a podcast? That's the next step. Mm -hmm. Like the worst thing you can do is go to this place in your mind of like, but then what, but then how do I make money from it? But then how does that work? But then what if I can't do that? But how do you upload it? How do you link it? Like that's the enemy allowing you are allowing the enemy to come in with distraction and fear because fear is not from God. Mm -hmm. Fear of judgment. Oh, someone won't like it. No one will listen to me. None of that is from God. So you grab it. You, you take captive your mind, you take captive your thoughts and you renew your mind and you just do the next step. That's going to keep you moving forward in an unstoppable way, because we can always harness the power of the next right step. We can Mm -hmm. always do the next right step. The second we go beyond that, it gets overwhelming, scary, and hard. Yeah. And I had someone say to me the other day as well, because I'm, some people get so afraid that like, what if I take a step and it's actually not the right God step or what if it's the wrong direction? But someone's like, do you think that God's going to just let you go sideways and not come back for you? Like if you take a step and it's the wrong direction, that's okay. He'll find you and fix it. You cannot mess up God's plans for your life. Sorry, I've tried. Uh, so next steps for people, if, if someone is listening to this and they're thinking that next step is start the podcast, or maybe they've just started and they're still in that very scrappy beginning. And the next step is clean this house up. I don't know. What are your tips, advice for people just trying to process? What is that next step and how to take it? Yeah. So I think if you're serious about building a business from your podcast, do it right. That's my tip. It's you know, you can go to YouTube and duct tape this thing together. Sure. And then look around after you have it in the world and wonder why it's not working, why it's not growing an audience, why the downloads aren't growing. And that was me. I am. I was, I'm so proud of myself. I wasn't notorious for trying to save the money and do it all by myself and be super scrappy. And while I think there were some valuable lessons in that, what I have learned now is that I am 100% the person to go, who already knows how to do this well? I will invest the money and the time, even when I do not have it or it doesn't make sense, as long as God's blessed it, I get there in about 1% of the time that it took me in the past to try to figure something out I'd never done before. Mm. So whether it's me or someone else, who are you going to learn from? And just a tip on this, if you are not not in an overconsumption mode, right? Like, oh, I have to learn 5 billion things. So it's perfect. No, 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 no. Who can teach you the next right step that you trust? Does their life look like what you want your life to look like? Does their Mm -hmm. business look like the way you want your business to look like? Be very discerning through that. Don't just make decision based on like, well, this one's cheaper. I went down that road too. (laughs) It's like, no, I'm going with who God says and I'm trusting in it. And that has proven to expedite my journey, right? In the past five years, it has been a freight train of growth because I'm willing to invest in myself. I'm willing to find the right mentors in my life. And I'm willing to learn Mm. from people and not think that I know how, because I don't. So if that's anyone in here, who's like me, find (laughs) that framework that you can trust in. Okay. I would prefer you not duct tape it together because then we have so much work to do to fix it. That's um, where I'm at. <laughs> yeah, a lot of work to do to fix the things when we duct tape the things together. Right? Yeah. yeah. So that's one tip. The other tip here is a lifestyle podcast is not going to prove successful for you. And what I mean by that is great. I'll start a podcast on marriage and business and fitness and meal prep. Cause I love everything. 
that is wonderful that you love everything. But the fact of the matter is, is that if you want to have success and I'm, I am unafraid of people making money. I think it's phenomenal. You should make money. You should make money for your family. You should make money so you can tithe, so you can give, so you can serve. I want you to make money in your business. Why are we doing all the things we're doing so that we can make money and make a difference. And so that we can feel fulfilled in alignment with God's path over our lives. We're, we're in walking with him in this. And I think when you have that heart posture, you know, it's important for you to recognize that you need to be strategic about what you're doing. This is not just throw spaghetti at the wall and hope it makes money. This is who am I serving? If you don't know that question, stop right now. Who am I serving? Second question, what are they actually asking for? What are the problems that they're having? Write all those things down. And then what am I going to do to solve their problems? Forget about making money from it too. What have you already done? Not what do you want to do? What have you done that helps people in this area? Micro, micro niche down all the way in. I constantly press my students to find the one thing that they want to get known mm -hmm. for one thing for one person. When you can get really laser focused on that one, the power of the one, one person, one problem, one solution, that's your six figure business ticket right there. Because you've got to be a really big fish in a small pond. There's way too many fish swimming around with all the million things be different. Yeah dare to get small and micro. And when my students have listened to this against their judgment that tells them be bigger and help more people, those are the ones that find success so much quicker. Those yeah. are the people that are actually having results in their business. Those are the people who are feeling really in alignment with God's will over their life too. And uh, so those are just some actual tactical things you can do. And I do have a course for those of you who are interested. It's called Podcast Pro University. It's 12 steps. Launch your podcast in 30 days or less, but it has all the strategy pieces we've talked about today. Like podcast, yeah. what are you going to call it? And how long should your episodes be recording, editing? All of those pieces are in there. Sarah, I'll pop a link for you guys below. And then um, I do have a workshop as well. If you're curious, like how does podcasting work to make money? And that's called podcastforgrowth.com called the, the link is podcastforgrowth.com. And that is a 45 minute class free on how does this whole thing work? Like, let me visually see what you're talking about stuff. I love that. And yeah, it's like, if you've not got enough from her today, <laughs> go get 45 minutes. That'll be so yes. awesome. Just immerse yourself. And, and your podcast has so much great information for people that are just like on the fence. They're not sure. And they just need to listen to you a little bit more. Like we were talking about, get to know, like trust and just hear more from you so they can, I highly recommend go check out Steph's podcast. It has taught me so much. I love, I'm just obsessed. I listen to like almost every single episode and that's what you can have is like, you get people that are passionate about what you do and they go, they listen to every single episode. They buy the things because you've got that one thing and they just, they live and breathe it. And it's possible to have that in your business too. I love that. Well, thank you so much, Steph. Where can people go connect with you if they do want to, outside of your course and your um, podcast? Yeah. I mean, I guess that's, that's it. It's like, you've got your podcast, you've got a Facebook group, right? That's that's where you're at, isn't it? I would definitely recommend the podcast. It's online business for Christian women. My website is stephaniegass.com. That's S-T-E-F-A-N-I-E-G-A-S-S.com. I mentioned the workshop and then Sarah has her links for the courses below. If you guys are interested in any of those, you can ask her about them. I'm sure she's happy to share with you Absolutely. how those work for her and how they helped her get to where she is. But those are also an option for you. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for coming to share all of this. It's really been just a blessing for me as well. And I'm sure people listening as well. This has been wonderful. So welcome. Thanks, Sarah. Hey, friend. If you loved today's episode, I want to hear about it. Let's continue the discussion in my free Facebook group. 
go to sarahbeisel.com slash community and tell me what you thought. I would also love it if you took 30 seconds to leave me a review. Reviews help other women just like you find the show so they can build their communities too. Well, it's time for me to top off my coffee and head inside my group. I'll see you over there or back here next week. Bye.